0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Coco Show, hosted by myself, Colette Creighton, and my co-host, David Schwartz. This is a show where the banter at the top of the episode never ends, and neurodivergent or not, we are here to make you feel less alone about your human experience. We have no expectations, and neither should you. chatting with Kate Kaprowski about mental health, sexuality, and gender identity. We want to acknowledge that there's a lot of really fucked up shit happening in the world, and we'll bitch about that later. But first, hyperfixations and ye fucking haws. And uh, David and mines are the same this week, so I'm gonna go ahead and give him the floor.
1: Wow, thank you, Colette. Um, yeah, well, I guess I'll start off with my ye fucking ha slash hyperfixation for the next about, oh, I don't know, two years or so. Uh huh. Um, because <laughs> Attack Daddy and I are engaged. Yay!
0: And I caught the entire thing on video.
1: It's true. Cute. We have some pictures as well. Yep. So we did. So we've been waiting for a few reasons. Um, one, just because we wanted to tell some folks. Um, you know ahead of time and
0: in person and in it's person important.
1: always fun and then um thanks shout out to kevin and anna who gave me the joy of receiving that information in person and letting me know how that made people feel yeah, So it's important it is cool yeah um and yeah so i did it at the end of the pride parade for how I mean, we could tell the whole we have to get Res in here and then Tell the whole story again, yeah. but it was quite uh, spur of the moment, quite uh, magical and it
0: just felt right. There was everything. no ring. We had, we had a whole other plan for them. Um, but th- when the moment feels right, just do it. Yeah. So
1: glad I did. Best decision I've yep, ever made. Yep. So, uh, very, and excited. I'm so glad
0: you are stuck with us to solve our logistical nightmares thank for the God. rest of our life. We <laughs> love you. Tech daddy. Trapped.
1: We love him oh, so God. much.
0: Yes. We just got to seal the deal. And he's stuck with us forever Back. Thank God
1: Merely a legal document
0: Yes <laughs> <sighs> But we love you so much Tech Daddy yes. And we're glad you are now here forever Indeed But yeah that truly that's, That is also my ye fucking ha Is that the fact that I got to be there And witness it and watch it And I love you guys and I love your love so much oh, Thank you And I'm really glad I get to be a part of your wedding thank
1: you we're very glad that you're going to be a part of it as well yes
0: and i guess another you fucking cause i've been on my thyroid medication for two weeks now and i have energy it's so nice it's like the h in my adhd came back Hey, that's awesome oh my
2: god
0: well and i really started feeling it um when i was dancing in the parade with you and i was like holy fuck!" i have been dancing for the last 40 minutes in the beating hot sun and i'm like fine vibing austin was there he can attest he was 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 just ready
1: to lead the parade yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i was just like "Mm, mm, mm, mm." i was like i haven't had this much energy since i was like fucking 14 that (laughs) day
1: it was just such a great day (laughs) it was perfect literally everything was perfect the sun was shining Uh it was not a cloud in the sky it was
0: hot as balls yeah but
1: everything was perfect it was
0: excellent and i didn't burn because spf baby Mm -hmm. kept it with me um but also kate I would love yes. you to share your ye fucking ha and hyperfixation of the week.
3: My ye fucking ha is probably that I saw a psychiatrist for the first time last Thursday. Oh, my God. I can't wait to talk about that. First time ever. I'm 30 years old. Wow. Uh, We can get into this later, but I was first, like, I started to get a diagnosis when I was 19. Okay. So it's been a super long journey. I can't believe that I waited this long because it was life-changing, I know she's not a therapist, but I cried throughout the entire thing. Oh,
1: sure. Isn't she a therapist? Isn't no, it? no, you no. Is a psychiatrist? Yeah. They so don't do talk therapy as well? Sometimes they do.
3: Yeah, sometimes they do both, yeah, um, but, but psychiatrists can actually prescribe medication. Yeah. Well, di- no, 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 I yeah. know
1: that, yeah. but I figured that you also had talk sessions.
0: No, nah, they're more them. of a diagnostics, and then they refer out. Mm-hmm. So
3: my primary Fascinator. care and my psychiatrist work together. Yeah. So my primary care is like filling my prescriptions and everything. Interesting. Um, so that's my ye fucking
0: hog. What fucking about a hyperfixation? <sighs> fidget toys? Gorge. Love it. Yep, she's got it ring. Fidget, a- rings.
1: fidget rings. Hyperfixations. Could I hit that? Yes. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Of course. Hello Nicotine. Um Nicotine Queen.
1: Sorry, uh, that no. might
3: be another
0: hyperfixation. Oh. sure sure yeah, what what, what brand are those because they're so cute and so many of my girlfriends have them
3: <laughs> well there's another one it's a pal yeah oh, it's a pal, my pal. they
0: make it pal. way too cute i know that's and just wrong. One tasty is like this one's
3: big daddy so that's like seven thousand puffs or something which sounds insane <laughs> i'm gonna have one too but don't if you tell were... dan
0: I
1: know, it's so good
0: <laughs> shh dan <sighs>
3: Um, if you... Tastes like a hookah. Wow. Oh, my God. It's so delicious. (laughs) And then, you know, you can, like, vape in your apartment. Sure. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I don't care. I think that makes it worse. That definitely
0: makes it worse. Because I'm just... Puff, puff, puffing Puffing. around town. Yeah, I can't help myself. None of us can. All right. Well, before I go any farther, I want to formally introduce everyone to Kate. Uh, We met at a house party in probably about 2011... Um, and we both instantly felt like we'd known each other forever. We bonded over music and the fact that she worked at Clark's because I love a sensible shoe.
2: <laughs> and we
0: exchanged numbers under the guise that she was going to like give me a discount at Clark's. But we both knew we just wanted to be friends. <laughs> Anyways, like everyone else, I eventually became her hairdresser and blah, blah, blah. And now we're besties. Um, But we usually find ourselves having really deep conversations about like our childhoods and neurodivergencies and sex, and I thought it was really rude of me that I was having these conversations without microphones. So without further ado, Kate. Hello. Hello. Would you tell our listeners a little bit about how you got out here to Washington?
3: Oh, yes. The tea. The tea. Um, So I grew up in the Midwest, specifically Ohio, very small town. I think like 1200 people total not it not it so when i graduated high school i was actually engaged mm-hmm. to a boy um who lived in seattle mm. we went to the same school but he graduated like a year before he was four years older than me math whatever
2: sure
3: uh so we were engaged he lived out here he was going to the art institute and rest I in peace did oh, sad So sad. So sad. Oh God. Um and I decided to follow him out here. We were together for seven years. I lived in Issaquah, I lived in Fremont, I lived in downtown Seattle. Um, and then we broke up and I decided that I just wanted to stay out here. I fell in love with it. My family always asked me, like, When are you gonna move home? Never. Never. Sorry, Mom, if you're listening.
0: (laughs) Never. And you're just such a P&W girl, you know?
3: I
2: am. Even when
0: I met you and you hadn't been out here for long, I no. was like, wow, you belong here. Because
3: I'm from the sticks. Mm. Yeah. Big flannel. Yeah, she loves
0: it. And she looks fucking hot in a flannel. Let me Thank tell you.
2: Um,
0: are you able to explain to our listeners in your own words, like what <laughs> bipolar is and, like, specifically yeah. for you, how it manifests in your <sighs> body?
3: Totally. So, bipolar disorder. Um, Is a brain disorder. Okay. um, And your moods fluctuate and go in cycles. So there are two different types of bipolar. There's bipolar 1 and bipolar 2. Bipolar 1 is a situation where your manic episodes are much more aggressive than your depressive episodes. Mm. Bipolar 2 is what I have. And that is when my depressive episodes are much more severe than my manic. Mm. So with Bipolar one, people usually end up getting in trouble. They spend money. They just have like this God complex. Mm. Um, They will like do drugs and go on binges and it's just super destructive. Sure. Um, And then they'll have depressive episodes. But for me... I do have manic episodes, but they maybe last, like, three days in comparison to my depressive episodes, which can last weeks. Wow. I had one last, like, two months, and that was before I was medicated. Mm. So my manic episodes usually manifest themselves in, like, drugs and drinking. Sure. Not, like, hard drugs. Yeah. Like, you know, drugs. Sure. And then I spend a shit ton of money. Mm. Like, all of my money, which is terrible. Um. I was really bad at holding a job because during my manic episodes, I was like the best fucking employee in the world. Sure. And then I'd have a depressive episode and I wouldn't show up to work for a week. Ooh. So they were like, when you're here, you're great. But then we go like a week without you being here. And so job security was not a thing for mm-hmm. me. I went through so many different jobs and like, five or six years so I I think that they're equally destructive people just suffer in very different ways Um, my dad was actually bipolar one Mm. and then my maternal grandfather was bipolar and my paternal great-grandfather was like schizophrenic or something so it's in the fam. Yeah, you were fucked either way, it uh-huh, sounds like. 100%. Love. Yeah, Love I feel that. like I lucked out with getting bipolar 2, though, because I think I'd rather be down
0: than, like, super up. Yeah, I think I would rather be a little depressive in my house than have a fucking God complex. That totally. That sounds terrible. Yeah.
3: When well, it's nice, too, because my manic episodes, I, f- I just feel super good. Right. Like, I'm feeling myself. Yeah. I feel sexy. Mm-hmm. I want to, like... Go out and do stuff yeah. and actually see my friends, which is a really hard thing to do because I can't like hold plans. I feel like I'm super flaky mm. because I'm like, yes, let's do this in a week. And then during that week, I can't get out of bed.
0: Are you honest with people generally? Yeah,
3: I uh, have been. Okay. Since my diagnosis, now that I have an answer. Mm. I've become more comfortable with just like, hi, I'm Kate. If you want to be my friend, this might happen. If I don't text you back for a week, don't take it personally. Right. It's not you.
0: <laughs> it's very much me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you said you got formally diagnosed at 19?
3: Yeah, with anxiety and depression.
0: Okay. And then it took until just now to get Mm -hmm. your bipolar diagnosis okay yeah
3: so anxiety and depression when I was 19 and then I was basically just put on all the wrong medication perfect yep for
0: 11 years great awesome so were were you just like cycling that whole time for yeah, did it did it happen before you had your first diagnosis, and you just didn't know what it yes. was? Yes, right. So this is when do you think you had like it, this happened, the shift? Yeah, yeah. When do you think this shift happened? Um, like puberty. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, that tracks. So ADHD. Yep. Bang bong. The fam. Yep. Um, gang gang.
2: <laughs> present.
3: So ADHD starts in very early childhood. Mm-hmm. Bipolar disorder develops in late, like, teen, early adult life, um, usually from trauma. Great. Yep. So um, what happened to me specifically, um, I had some some daddy issues. Mm -hmm. And when I turned 12 right before then I was actually on sleep aids when I was like 10 years old. Holy shit. I had crazy insomnia. I would stay up for like 3 days, which is isn't very that... unhealthy. Well, yeah, but is well, that isn't, part isn't of being that manic? Mania? Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. So oh. How,
1: how come nobody thought
3: Cause no one
0: was doing that shit I... in the
3: 90s? That's yeah. that's kind of true. Um but they just thought it was insomnia and because I was like a kid and had a lot of energy sure. and whatever. Um, so I was on just like over the counter sleep aids. Oh, like a like, melatonin. melatonin. Moment. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: but that they weren't like giving you fucking not van What's that? What's that what Ambien. Is that a sleep? Yeah, yeah, that's Ambien. a sleep medication. Yeah. Ambient's a sleep med. I please God, never let a ten year old take ambient. That would be wild. Oh, Jesus Christ!
3: Wild. I'm glad my parents aren't that
0: crazy. Yeah, yeah. We'll get. But... We'll give them that. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: no. yeah, after that, I think um, the other symptoms started to develop because of the environment that I was in. Sure. And then, I think it was. God, maybe my sophomore or junior year of high school i started missing school ah. a lot of school i was the sick kid mm. um terrible with homework failed all my tests because i wasn't in the fucking classes Right. so then by my senior year i had missed so much school that i almost didn't
1: graduate wow did people just like write you off as like a bad student yes. or like somebody just like true basically yeah uh... yep
3: great yep it's interesting
1: <laughs> and and during these times let's say you would skip school what would you be doing instead sleeping oh
3: mm. my mom would get home from work I would still be in bed wow like I I didn't wake up like she would come upstairs and she'd be like the school called me like not drinking water not
0: peeing nothing not eating just in bed right for days yeah that that would be a pretty good
1: unconscious or like sorry, like uh, <laughs> like just really depressed, like in or were you, bed or were you awake? Yeah, or sorry. asleep. Yeah,
3: I was asleep. Yeah, yeah I would come to and just be like, "What time is it?" She's like, "It's eight p.m." And You're and like, like, "Okay." You're cool. like, "Cool." I, I guess for... I'll be up until four, and then I'll fall back asleep and I'll miss school again. Yeah. So it was just this weird cycle. Huh. But
0: you did end up graduating. You didn't have to get I your GED.
3: Yeah, I walked.
0: Good for you, little red cap. Great. <laughs> yep. Um, is there anything you feel yourself having like the high of a manic phase going on? I know you'd mentioned before that you get like a really bad headache. Are there any mm-hmm. other like signs or warnings? No. Um, it's
3: weird. I think the headaches made me pay more attention to the way that my body feels mm. when I'm about to like switch into a different cycle um or different episode I yeah. should say I started getting migraines after a depressive episode when I was going into a manic episode Interesting. so like the chemistry in my brain was changing hmm. so hard that I could physically tell that something was going to happen wow. and I would go to bed and wake up the next day and just be
2: wired s- somebody else on fire yeah
3: someone <sighs> else completely wow hmm. I'm a shapeshifter.
1: Yeah. Um, and are you finding that the medication just balances that out mm-hmm. and puts you in a happy middle ground? Or yeah. what, what have been the effects of
2: that?
3: Yeah, so I started on a medication called Lamotrigine. It's actually what well, it was originally for epilepsy. Hmm. Um, but they found that it helps with mood disorders. Huh. So it helps stabilize your mood. Because the issue with... When I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression, and they treat you with SSRIs, that helps your depressive episodes. And being undiagnosed, I didn't understand this, but it makes your mania worse.
0: That makes sense.
3: Yep. So even though I felt okay because I was manic, like when you knew me, Mm -hmm. I was manic as shit. Mm. I was a social butterfly. Yeah. Because I was on antidepressants So I didn't I wasn't in bed Because Mania doesn't have It, it doesn't respond to an SSRI
1: Sure so, That makes sense Well also I mean This is way too simplistic And obviously I'm no doctor But to cure depression The brain wants to go Like be happy Right mm-hmm. You're trying to make it happy basically um, In order to get it to function properly so if you're already up in that manic state, (laughs) taking SSRIs is is not going to counteract that. Yeah,
0: exactly. Whereas
1: it'll stop you from being depressed, though. Right, right.
0: (laughs) But every single serotonin hole is plugged. Right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Plugged. i'm thinking of like the connector wall of back in the day when you had to call someone to make a call to oh somebody else yeah you'd go to the operator yeah, yeah yeah and like everything was plugged in for all of our um... it's just like
2: that in your brain yeah exactly exactly like that yeah um,
0: for all the zoomers listening sorry you don't get that google it um <laughs> what
1: if i don't know what that is
0: you don't know what that is not really right, right? well then google it ma'am Damn it It kind of looks like a like audio yeah cable yeah like a like just... a wall
1: oh of no i was sports. asking what a zoomer is
0: Oh, oh that the generation gen z. yeah the generation after us
2: zoomers the zoomers
1: g and gen z the, i've never heard zoomer i've only heard gen z the
0: boomers and the zoomers Ooh.
1: so it's my brother and you gen zers you're gen z
0: uh we're millennials
1: okay i thought you're a millennial i'm yeah, a millennial we're
0: millennials we're we're like my baby millennials almost 40 so yeah he's that makes an him a Z. Uh, no he he's also a millennial really he is he's the top part of millennial and bottom. we're and we're the bottom part so of who's millennial. gen
1: z people born in the late 90s and early 2000s
0: late 90s we're we're both that's, 91 oh that's austin yeah
1: oh that's got it. that's that's Ooh. our that's tech our daddy. baby boy tech daddy that's our fiance, fiance. fiance.
0: um how oh, we got off track it's okay wait um, is he
3: gen z
1: yeah yeah he's a baby he's a baby
3: but our favorite baby he's
1: so cute though but he has uh i mean he's only 24 or 5 um, he's 25
0: but he, he's, he's had not a, that young he's had a lot of trauma so he's very emotionally um mature you know cute we love that
3: <laughs>
2: sure <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> sure hot hot trauma's hot it is well it does make you funny thank god
1: true that's a fact. Mm-hmm. That may be the only verifiable thing we've said on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that trauma tra- tra- makes you trauma
0: funny. makes you funny. Yes. Um. And with that being said, how do you like to self-soothe? Nice segue. Thanks. Ooh. Um. Nicotine. Okay. Speaking that's of which, a, that's a big one. We pass. Yeah. Pass the <laughs> nicotine. There you go, Dave.
3: Uh. I have been super into ASMR.
0: Okay. Love
3: it. Not the like, I won't say weird.
0: Ooh. Can we get more of that? That's an an interesting noise. Oh, no. Don't like that one.
3: (laughs) So we don't listen to that. (laughs) There's like a woman that eats pickles. Oh, you like that? That would be crunchy.
1: I like that, yeah. The
3: crunch is insane. I don't like that. I mean, I'll watch it, Mm. but I like. Just
1: watch people make it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: I really. Tapping and Mm. like flipping pages in a book Mm -hmm. using a keyboard. Mm. So I'll do that. I just discovered brown noise. Yes. I have it on while I'm working, just like very low in the background. Mm -hmm. That's been
0: incredible. I love it um, when they score a bar of soap.
2: Mm. yes mm-hmm. oh
0: fuck I could watch that in uh-huh. those in those bitches making um, slime for hours ah uh,
3: yes the slime the is incredible exactly. it,
0: but I don't I don't want to touch it I do not want to touch it oh. but I want to watch you noodle all the things around oh it's 333 hi Claire mm-hmm. um yeah I, I I hate when it touches my hands because it gets under my paws and my nails are long and it's bleh. but um I do, I like to touch squishy things mm-hmm. that aren't going to, Sticky. that, yes, that okay. aren't going to leave any sort of residue. Got it. it is, is that so-
3: for, like, everything, even if it's not
0: slime? Yeah, I have to wear gloves. Like, okay. if I'm, like, kneading bread or something, I have to wear gloves. <gasps>
2: Whoa. I can't handle,
0: it's a sensory thing. I can't yeah. handle it. Blech. Interesting. Um, what, what would you say is your healthiest coping strategy? mm Working out. Okay, yeah, it's a good one.
3: And not not like cardio. Nothing against you, cardio people. No, this bitch doesn't run. No, ma'am. I could if I needed to, but that's like nine one one. Yes. Situation I've only. Al- I've
0: always said if I am running, you should run too. Something is
2: chasing yes. us.
3: Yes, hundred percent. So adrenaline, I could go, but I like
0: lifting weights. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel hot. Yeah you're hot thanks you're we're hot. hot we're hot we're hot you're Dave. We're you're so hot too hot. Uh? thanks guys
1: you guys are hot <laughs>
0: thanks we're hot bitches um did your diagnosis give you a new sense of self-awareness or do you feel like you've mm-hmm. been self-aware for a while that's a good question
3: I think I've always been I'm a Pisces mm-hmm. number one very intuitive um, I feel my feelings
0: real hard. What are your big three? Do you know?
3: Yeah. Pisces, uh, Aries, Moon, Kay. Libra, Rising. Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Yep. So when I, I don't know, when I was younger, I feel like I was pretty self-aware, but I think I was just distracted with all of the shit that was going on in my childhood. Yeah. But now that I'm, i have like a real diagnosis it's really validating and makes me feel good that i'm not the shitty person that i thought Mm. i was Mm. there was so much self-hate yeah and just like bad bad feelings Mm -hmm. towards myself um losing jobs losing friends family all of that stuff i just thought that i was a really terrible human and -hmm. now i'm like no fuck it like, I didn't have control over you're that. Like, I
0: am not the villain.
3: Turns no, out,
0: I'm pretty awesome. Fuck yeah! So, yeah. Does your attachment ty- style change depending on what part of the cycle you're in? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Big time. So when you're depressive, I'm assuming it's avoidant. Yes. And are you anxious when you're manic? Anxious attachment style. A little bit. Yeah.
3: I'm. I'm super aggressive uh when i'm manic in the sense where like and this is really common where people that experience mania with bipolar disorder are hypersexual Mm. Hmm. and it's like it's been a problem in relationships and i have always thought that like some again something was wrong with me um like i'm not mad about it sure but it's you know
0: they can't keep up
3: yeah mm. or and i just i want to be able to like do stuff <laughs> that's not think about sex sure. or like aggressively watching porn sure that's
0: exhausting yeah, yeah. that yeah yeah that, that sounds very taxing emotionally. <laughs> well and physically. yeah yeah also that <laughs> <laughs> it is poor thing <laughs> don't feel that bad that's <laughs> not that bad um okay that's interesting and same question but love language Like, does what you need change depending on what part of the cycle you're in? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Words of affirmation when I'm
0: in a depressive
3: episode. Mm. Because I'm really not feeling myself. Mm -hmm. Or anybody else. Yeah. But, like, my partner Derek, he is amazing. Amazing. He's a doctor of physical therapy. Yep. I still call him just a doctor. And he gets really upset. But (laughs) I love it. But he's done... A ton of research Aww. and just totally gets it naturally like he doesn't have to try so words of affirmation and like physical touch even though i don't want it i yeah. don't want to be touched when i'm in a depressive episode but if he just like puts his hand on my back then i feel less anxious mm. um when i'm manic i think it's like <laughs> this is kind of fucked up like gifts. Or acts of service. Sure. Because I'm just like, gimme, gimme, everything.
0: Which... I mean, that tracks. Yeah. I don't think that's unusual. (laughs) What... So, would you say those are kind of the best practices for helping someone who's in a manic or depressive phase? Like, give them what they need, not what they want?
3: Yes. Big time. Big time. Because I feel like when I'm in an episode, I'm like trapped mm. because I'm aware of the way that I feel and that it's not quote unquote normal it's not my baseline sure I should say that okay no normal right. Um. so I think for me what I want or like what I think that I need is not a good way it's just enabling sure me to like sit in that feeling more right feel when i'm depressed feel sorry for myself like if you're treating me like i'm sick i'm just gonna get more sad right um but when i'm manic (laughs) like maybe derek shouldn't be so like giving and kind to me when i'm manic but i'm fun when i'm manic yeah so we want to like go out and do stuff go out to dinner drink Mm -hmm. all of that stuff so i think he's just also trying to enjoy right the moment of me being like super fun um but yeah well, he loves you and he does yeah. he does parts of
1: you that have probably happened in those episodes mm-hmm. you know and yes. like so that's he true just loves
0: oh, all of you, you yeah know? yeah i didn't really think about it like that yeah do you remember everything you say is it like different than did where you like don't know what the fuck you did sometimes
3: i don't oh yeah so if i'm it happens when i'm manic Mm. um if i get super upset aries moon Mm. um i freak out and if i'm like in an argument or just like very passionately talking to someone about something i like black out
2: Hmm. so like
3: in past relationships that were um abusive i would have like no recollection of it because i was manic
2: Hmm.
0: like of the entire fight most of it yeah wow yeah well your brain was protecting you it was bummer thank goodness yeah but it's like thanks brain right She's like, and we're turning off the front brain, turning on the hind <laughs> brain. We're not going to... Nope. Not not now. Um, okay, so... Do you remember what it was like the first time you took the appropriate meds? Yes. Can you explain yeah. it?
3: So... Lamotrigine, the medicine i was talking about earlier um you have to titrate which means that you have to start with a very small amount Mm. and you slowly double okay the dose so they actually make it's really cute it's this little orange starter pack oh my god and it gives you like five weeks of medication so for the first week you take 25 second week you take 50 75 100 Um, I ended up going up to 200 after I did my last week of 100. We kind of reassessed and I was like, it could be better. So I'm at 200 still after a year. Uh, The first two weeks were kind of weird. But by the third week, I think when I was taking uh, 75, insane. I think I posted on Instagram for the first time in like a year and a half. Oh, wow.
0: Because you wanted to be social, yes. Okay,
3: and then I reached out to like five people, made plans for that weekend, and like made myself do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I had I was like fixing my relationship with my mom, and so I was like trying really really hard to commit to that. And then I booked a trip home to Ohio oh, to wow. go see her. Um it was that medicine saved my life. Wow. 100%. I hope that it continues to work for me because the idea of having to switch medications is I think scary for everybody. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, I remember feeling like free.
0: Mm, that's really beautiful. Aww. I love Thanks. that. Yeah. Um. Well, we just answered those two. Uh, do you, Are you in therapy? Do you have no, a therapist? Have you, have you ever? I'm looking
3: if anybody's listening right now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hit me up, Barb. Are you listening, <laughs> Barb?
3: Um, no, not in therapy. I need to be. I had that conversation with my psychiatrist. She was jazzed that I was like into talk therapy. And then she she asked me, like, okay, well, I see that you wrote that you have childhood trauma. Like, can you tell me more about that? And I just started bawling. Yeah, as one does. Yes. And because that's the first time, like, a professional has asked me ah. that question. And I was like, uh, okay, like, this is real now. She saw you. She did. She did. And I, I bawled. Yeah. But then she's like, have you ever considered therapy? I was like, yes.
0: She yes, like, ma'am. I think you would do really well with talk therapy. I was like, I I know that I would. Talk therapy is a good place to start, definitely. Yeah. It took me years to get to a place where I was like, okay, now I'm ready to unpack this shit. Yeah. Because I feel like it took a solid, I don't know, five or six years as a, like a, a full-formed adult of just word vomit. Mm-hmm. before I could be like, okay, let's tr- try unpacking a small chapter, right? And then we'll m- go from there. Yeah. And I still I mean, fuck, I'll be in therapy for the rest of my goddamn life. No, good for you. There's there, you're never you're never done. You're never done. And just when you think, you're like, okay, I think I've lived through all my traumas. Your brain unlocks a new door and was like, here's this thing I've been keeping from you because you couldn't um, emotionally handle this. But now that you can, how about you unpack this too? And you're like, fuck you. (sighs) Fuck you so hard. I didn't want to think about this. This is terrible. Yeah. But um, I feel like we can't really figure out who we are and why we behave the way that we do. If we don't open all those fucking Tupperware shoved in the, the back chapters. of our brain, Yeah. yeah it's so fucking annoying. But I
3: think that people who, you know, haven't even had significant trauma. Oh, yeah. Need so much therapy.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because it's like the things we hear as children, regardless of like if your parents were doing terrible shit or not. Yeah. It's like we've all heard something that we shouldn't have heard. You know.
1: Well, sure. I mean, you can be, you know, trauma can continue (laughs) like, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's hard. It's all hard, but do you journal? I do journal. Okay. That's like a form of therapy. It, it is. I,
3: I don't know. I guess I've been doing it for so long that I don't, think of it as therapy anymore just kind of a habit sure yeah well, it's, it's a, a good hobby. one it's
0: a good one to be in yeah um my girlfriend molly if you're listening hi molly Hi molly. um she um is gonna be on the show in a couple weeks or next month or something but um she's an astrologist and really? she, yeah she's so fucking uh. cool um but she was telling me because um i have a cancer rising that i need to be journaling all the time oh and I was
3: like... Very emotion.
0: Oh, Very emotional.
3: So, risings, your mask.
0: Yes. So that's how people see you mm-hmm. when they first meet you. hmm Yep. And I am an emotional being, it's true.
1: I'm a Scorpio. <laughs>
0: we know, we know. You sun- need to that's add me sun back. Sign? You need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a sun sign. You need Ooh. to add me back on CoStar because Austin Water. and I are tr- trying to figure out more parts of your personality.
1: Uh, so, I'm a Cancer, Capricorn.
3: Okay, okay, okay. Cancer, okay. Moon. Oh! <gasps> Double water, Scorpio Cancer. This bitch
0: cries so much. Really, I love it.
1: (laughs) I am a crier. I love water. Yeah, love water. Yeah,
0: same. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to switch gears a little bit Mm -hmm. before. Um, we've spoke before off camera, camera, uh, (laughs) mic, um, about like sexuality and gender identity, and I'd love to like dive into that a Mm -hmm. little bit more. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your like relationship with gender? Ooh, yes. I know it's a deep one, but it is, it is. But it's and that's going to lead us into Josh. Yes. Yeah. Joshua. Josh. And you'll you'll figure out what that means in a second. Isn't but... that
1: her partner? No. Or... Okay. Nope.
3: No. Nope. It was many moons ago.
1: <laughs> well, I, I did we. I feel like we've met before, like at Ulta or something. Maybe I feel like I've heard this story before. I if it well, I guess we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, we'll but... find out. Oh, I
0: don't okay. think so. I don't think so. But
1: I, anyway, we'll I would see.
0: be shocked. Yeah.
3: Okay. okay. Um. When I was a little backstory, my sister, who I said was four years older than me, was born a princess, like literally shot out of my mom's vagina with a tiara on. I was the complete opposite. Tomboy, Tonka trucks, bibs. All of it. So when I was, mm, I think my mom said I was three or four, I approached my parents one day and said, Hello, (laughs) I am no longer Katie, is what they call me in Ohio. Mm -hmm. I want to be Josh. And from there, my parents were absolutely kick-ass in, uh, that would have been like 95 or maybe 96 Mm -hmm. that they just went with it they called me josh i don't know if they used pronouns Mm -hmm. um i don't remember this at all my mom told me when i turned like 18 or something Hmm. um and then at some point i have not heard that story okay (laughs) i didn't think so um at some point i just decided i wasn't josh anymore Hmm. and i went back to being katie and totally
1: I d- valid and fair. Yeah. Right? Good for you.
3: Yeah. And like, good for my parents yeah. for letting me just navigate that and figure it out. Especially early 90s in fucking Ohio. Insane. Good job. Right?
1: Although they were probably like, man, yeah, she'll grow out of it. <laughs> my-, <laughs>
3: <laughs> my mom actually told me, super conservative Christian woman, mm-hmm. told me that she was scared that I would grow up and be trans. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I was like, I mean, that's valid, yeah. But also, like, hurts a little bit yeah, to hear, yeah, that it's worrisome. Yeah, but sure. I get it. Yeah, I. I what if that? My happened, mom's reaction doing?
1: to my coming out was like, oh, I. She was terrified because she thought I was gonna get AIDS and die. Like, cause that was her only experience. <gasps> right. With- Great
0: great
3: yes
1: so that was like
0: super
3: aggressive yeah and it was like
1: uh (laughs) yeah i'm sure (laughs) and no i'm not gonna get aids they like basically fix that so
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's prep now mom yeah Yeah. we have prep now god you can you can still even be a slut and not get it
1: and facts of course but like you can have sex with women and get aids yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and worse someone pregnant
1: Yes, but if you grew up in that era And all your friends had (laughs) died of You know, she knew people who died of AIDS So, like, she had legitimate reasons To, you know, fear for my safety And I think right at the time I came out I don't think prep was so readily available as it is Mm, today But, uh, I mean, now you can be undetectable And untraceable Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can live a completely normal Snaps to modern How old were you when you came out? Uh, 16 Oh, wow,
0: okay I'd been cutting his hair for like a year or so at that point.
1: Uh,
2: yeah, probably.
3: Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: I turned to David one time while I was cutting his hair because he just kept—he wouldn't shut up about theater—and I was like, "Listen, I know. I didn't say it like Listen that." Listen here,
1: gay boy. I—I
0: I, I looked at David and I go, "David, do you by chance want to talk about boys?"
1: And, and I was he, like, "Yeah." <laughs> your eyes funny. lit up. Yeah, and he
0: was like, "Yes, There's I do." So. that's so
1: sweet yeah.
0: how romantic yeah. i just <coughs> i just knew
1: colette's been there from the very beginning yep. and for you to be there wow yep wow mm-hmm. wow wow Aww. wow wow mm-hmm. wow and then i got to be so there excited. when you proposed
0: that's yeah. so sweet full circle baby i mean
1: every yeah that was so much about like just having everyone there that i saw that day that i was like oh my god like all the people in my life who have like made me me are all here on this day mm. and like it's it was just too perfect but yeah <sighs> thanks res we love you thanks Rez. <laughs> i still haven't even talked to her yet
0: we well, you, you need to call her
1: i know i will call her but she i know she, I, it's like, she's like i know gonna it's coming because she's gonna, gonna be in me, yeah, the yeah in the thing we're gonna have a whole like planet. we have to talk about this whole thing with her you i know? know
0: it's gonna be a but, whole it's gonna be a whole thing um
1: oh, i have some stuff to, i gotta tell you off air okay but, um, it's been a while. I've
0: been I've been pulling at my shorts. If you were wondering what that was, <laughs> I thought they were eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've been pulling at <laughs> my eyelashes. Um, uh, I've I've been meaning to tell you guys I have trichotillomania, um, and it's manifested, and every hair on my head is fake. You never knew, did you? <laughs> gotcha. Whoa. <laughs> anyway, um, trichotillomania is a very real thing, and I shouldn't be joking about it.
1: No, it is. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, it's I'm still laughing
1: yeah, because
3: sorry. I'm
0: terrible.
1: If you don't laugh, uh, you cry.
0: You cry. Um, do you feel like Josh is still in there somewhere? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Is that when you're big like big butch energy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's so cute in a flannel. I'm telling you. Tell well, I
1: gender am. identity is also a spectrum. You oh, know? Mm-hmm. I mean totally. There's just so many different places you can fall in that.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Category line, yeah. you know.
3: And I feel like I wake up and it's different every day. Sure. Like I wake up and I feel way more mask. Totally. I have a very specific group of outfits. Like my closet is separated in like mask and femme. And anytime I dress more mask, I always tell Derek, like, I'm wearing my Mr. Steal Your Girl Mm -hmm. shirt.
0: And she will.
1: will. Do you use any pronouns other than she? They, them. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't know. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, you're fine. Cool same yeah is it she they or just they she they okay yeah
1: um
0: okay well that answers that question um was it ever like a conversation about like after you turned 18 and you and your mom talked about that like did you ever bring it up again did you ever bring up your sexuality she they don't get that it's not the same thing right yeah, yeah, and they're,
1: they're completely detached from each other. Yeah. They are yeah. it just they just have nothing to do with the other. Boomers and I think people don't do get, not it. get that. Yeah. They don't. They really don't.
3: Um I think that she maybe knew or like expected that from me because of that situation. Um <coughs> I had my okay. I had my first kiss when I was like 12, I think, and it was my best friend, Joelle. Mm-hmm. We like made out in her bed for what felt like an eternity.
0: Yeah. Nice.
3: And then I just kept like kissing my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had a boyfriend and would kiss him, and it was, you know, equally cool, maybe. Mm hmm. But. Uh, the conversation that I had with my mom when she finally told me about Josh um, she I think she was afraid to tell me because then it made it more real for her
1: mm. and you Yeah, you and, know, she was providing you with information that could potentially unlock something exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah I think
3: that she was afraid of the conversation that would come after that of like maybe then I would have felt comfortable enough to come out to her
1: I think one thing people don't understand, too, is, like, coming to terms with your gender identity doesn't mean anything has to change in your life.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. You
1: can continue existing the same way you've been existing. Because to me, so much of it is, like, the clothes you put on and, like, how they make you feel. And how you, you know, embrace the femininity and masculinity Mm -hmm. that's within all of us. Mm -hmm. And, like, for me... Like, sure. There's some days I wake up and I feel pretty fun. There's some days I wake mm-hmm. up and I feel pretty butch. Like today, it was like you know, it's an Orion T-shirt mm-hmm. kind of day. It's like DJ Dave day, you know, mm-hmm. like <laughs> like frat boy Dave. <laughs> yep, like I'll yep. put my hat on and I'll be like, I feel fratty as fuck. And like, uh, I think you and Austin were talking about this the other day, but um, just like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty butch at times, and then I'm pretty not mm-hmm.
2: at
1: times. And like, yeah, you,
0: it's th- fun, it is, and yeah. you, you should have seen the fucking five of us four four of us four of us um building a fire in my backyard first of all i was the best boy scout there Facts. Facts. um the way austin screamed when he thought something touched him in the shed (laughs) he's the biggest one yes in theory he should be the least upset no he but no no it would listen we a bunch of fairies made a fire and we did it yes what if it it was a ghost it, it could have been a ghost uh,
1: no it's probably just a small spider it
0: ooh, still not great <laughs> it wasn't great but, but the door wasn't even closed we were all fine we had like a system where he would hand me something then i would hand it to kyle who would hand it to david because david That's refused true. to go in the shed
1: <laughs> i didn't have uh, shoes on or something I sure i want to track it in the house
0: mm-hmm. um That's smart thank you it was good planning thank you. you said you didn't have to go True. yeah yeah exactly no, we, we all again. we all yes. knew his agenda, yeah or at least I knew his agenda, but it was fine, but anyway, with that being said like i I like big butchy sometimes, mm hmm like and yeah,
1: yeah it's equally fun yep. like yeah, like and it's especially it's like for me, sometimes it has to do with how much energy I have, yeah, you know, like i like I feel like I dress more femme when I go out, yeah, right, uh like. <laughs> And then um, I'll just add this to the conversation, but it's just so funny too the way like people react to it because I don't see these articles of clothing as these like crazy things anymore. It's just not revolutionary to right. me. No, I'm like what, what it just I'm putting it's on this fabric. piece of clothes, yeah, and mm-hmm. it makes me feel fun and free. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. that's that's how I fucking feel. Yeah. and like, <laughs> um yeah, my mom made some comment about my outfit on Pride. <laughs> you know, she's like, yeah. "What is that?" I'm like, "I don't know, it's clothes." Clothes. <laughs> feel great in them like um but those that those will bring out parts of my personality especially the more feminine ones Mm -hmm. yeah like that kind of takes it out of you so you wear like something frilly and you're like feeling free and fruity and that you want to do plies and shit like nothing should stop you from doing that ever like Mm -hmm. boy girl male female yeah who cares like yeah it's just like but once you start realizing that everybody just falls somewhere on this gigantic spectrum, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with who you fuck. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's Which just is a freeing also a spectrum. thing though. And, but it's just so liberating yeah. like, for your entire self to just escape this black and white paradigm yeah. of gender. And
0: I think oh, we were, we were talking about this a couple of days ago, but I also thought it was really great when we started seeing, Gay femme women, yes, like around because for our childhood, speaking for me and Kate, mm-hmm. it's like sure, everyone that was a lesbian was butch, butch, butch. The girl, oh, I mean, mass but, yeah, gay dykes gay guys on bikes on TV. Harley's. But for me
1: too, growing up, like never seeing a gay guy represented as anything but hyper feminine, right? I mean, it's very similar, but the opposite. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. The the only super not like. gay man that I could think of that was on TV during like your childhood was Will from Will and Grace.
1: Right. He was considered to be much. But
0: also he had so much fucking internalized homophobia in his character. Oh, absolutely. Because he was a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And he had to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. But it's it's hard. Because it's like, how is anybody supposed to know what, who or what they are or identify with if nothing is being shown so i think these kids have they're so lucky oh yeah they're They're so so lucky lucky no idea i mean not in a lot of fucking ways like we didn't have to worry about gun control quite as much when we were in elementary school and
1: i always did i did
0: were you always spooked about that yeah
1: like i always thought that we'd have to deal with a school shooter situation or something like yeah i went to a rich ass public school like, mm. like i definitely thought one of those crazy spoiled kids was gonna shoot up the place like so. that
0: never that thought never crossed my mind when i was at east like never
1: i thought about it at college a lot Actually, i thought about I it in college i was very a concerned lot. about the like being in Kane hall mm. because it's just four entry points yep. into that room oh and you could i just don't even want to say yeah it. don't yeah, yeah. yeah um uh, yeah.
0: but dan dan really put that fear in my head that's really? that, that's one of dan's like biggest fears and he hates that i work at a mall because of that
1: yeah i mean it's terrifying Aww. just like yeah. i mean the fourth of july parade this week yeah horrible it's like where my mom's like be careful i'm like mom if that shit is gonna happen to me there is just we cannot be going for our lives yeah well no. i thought like, about
0: that when we went to about it because I it's, did. oh absolutely of course yeah i you, was like you, well it's Dan... always there i was Always like, like if this is the last time i see you i love you very much but i'm not not gonna go to pride right?
1: yes of course
0: um so if i die i die
1: and if i die it better be in a fucking pride parade if, if i mean
0: yeah like, Legendary. i hope i hope yeah. i hope
1: that if that is how i'm murdered that that's why like, and that would
0: have been a yeah. just fine ghost outfit for me i looked very exactly. good that day yeah cute as hell
3: yeah yeah
0: imagine your like afterlife just being stuck at pride
3: that's
1: yes, fine with me forever i'm fine fully me. expecting hell to be like Incredible. that anyway so yeah. yeah
0: all the fun people can't wait sub right? yeah. hitler fuck hitler
1: fuck hitler he's <laughs> not in hell he's in somewhere so much worse <laughs> what
0: what do the mormons call like the last layer of hell like the worst one there's there's some hold on i'm go- i'm googling the the mormon layers of hell because they have funny names layers i think it's called outer darkness outer darkness yeah, I think it's called Outers, Outer Darkness, Levels of Mormon, Heaven. Oh, um, there's three levels of heaven. I don't care about that. Oh, more Outer Darkness. All right. Well, now we have the title of the episode. Um,
1: outer Darkness. Outer I like darkness. that. That's good. Ooh, that is that good. That is
0: good. Um, last question, yes. because I know you've been waiting for this one. I Um, What would you tell your younger self? Oh, my God. You get to pick the age.
3: Oh, that episode crushed me. The seven thirteen twenty one. Yeah, Yeah, I well I was telling you.
1: Are you referring to one of our episodes? Yeah, yes.
3: (gasps) I think it was the first episode. Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah. I'm a fanboy. Oh my Mm god. For sure. Hell yeah. Um dear listeners, we love you. Um,
0: We love you, groupies.
1: There's a lot of you right now. I know. BT dubs. Colette, how many do we have?
0: Um uh, how many
1: people watched our pilot?
0: How many people watched our pilot? Or listen to the pilot? Listen to our pilot. Um, let's see. I think it was a hundred something on episode episode. Hey that's a hundred ass people. 135 right of you listened to we every single one of you. We love all of you. We all are all cute. Kissy as hell. Kisses. Yeah. Cute as
2: hell.
1: I'm sorry. I cute completely cut you anyway, off. No, what was the <laughs> question?
0: Um, what, what would you tell your younger self? Um, hmm. Let's say 13. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. So right in the middle.
3: Uh, taking care of people is okay I think I would try to make my younger self understand that even though I felt like I was enabling and like sacrificing to take care of someone that was supposed to protect me um, I felt guilty for doing that and I would just want her to know
0: that mm. that that was the okay choice. It's really beautiful. There's Thank you. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but there's some really cute Instagram page that like basically it's a picture of someone from their childhood and then a little blurb about what they would say to themselves. Mm. Um, I'll post it on the Instagram, but um, anyway. To wrap up, I just want to share that if you are struggling with your mental health and you need someone to talk to, you can probably find a counselor on psychologytoday.com or BetterHelp, which is an app. This isn't sponsored, but it could be. And next week, are we blah, blah, blah. Next week, are, we are getting together with my murderino bestie, Jessica, and we are discussing hometown murders and postpartum mental health and probably television. As always, you can find us at thecocoshow.com or at the Show pod on Instagram and TikTok. Love you, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye,
1: everybody. You have been listening to another super fabulous, extra fine, salty, and sweet episode of The Coco Show.